welcome to <laughs> Juicing Bananas, the comedy food podcast dedicated to reviewing meal kit delivery services. <laughs> My co-host Aubrey is making sweet, sweet love to a pen. <laughs> hey. We buy it, make it, <laughs> eat it, and talk about it here. I'm Megan Ortega. And I'm Aubrey Stark. I am not making sweet love to a pen. And today we are talking about pan-roasted pesto chicken and risotto from Martha and Marley Spoon. But before we get into that, Aubrey, how was it for you? Uh, that was a mouthful. Oh boy. <laughs> Firing on all 12. You mean the pen, the highlighter mm. that you had up your nose? Is that, is that what you're talking about? I try to make Megan laugh before every episode. Yes, while I'm doing the intro. Every now and again. Every now and again it I works. I can do it. Yes. <laughs> oh, Megan, I am doing well. Good. Did you see that? Like I've been practicing. Yeah, good job. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. That's good. Fake it till you make it. You're doing you're doing <laughs> good at saying that you're doing well. So I'm doing well at saying you that I'm could doing well. Say that you're doing good. Oh man, the snake eats its tail. Um, yeah, I've been busy this week trying to get all my ducks in a row. Yeah, adulting. Adulting been playing the piano too you've been running more i'm talking really quiet right now are you let me get up on that mic Mm. get up on it get up on it um let's see yeah i have a trip coming up Mm -hmm. i gotta go over to the east side of the state the dry side the dry side all dirt roads Mm -hmm. lead to spokane (laughs) so true um yeah i've got some appointments over there yeah listeners probably don't know this but i i have a lot of medical stuff yeah yeah we both sort of do it comes it ebbs and flows yeah yeah um so i'm gonna be busy doing that yeah and which makes me think hey if you want to support us on patreon go to patreon.com slash jvpod good thinking help us out um you're from Spokane. I am. I grew up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How was it growing up there? Um, I mean, my perspective is that every kid hates the place they grew up while they're growing up. Um, but as an adult, looking back on my childhood, I had a great childhood. There are lots and lots of recreational opportunities, which my parents took full advantage of. Mm, canoes. And <laughs> yeah, you know those those canoeing trips. Mm-hmm. We had what we called forced family fun, where we would drive <laughs> some two to four hours around Spokane to go camping, canoeing, hiking. We would do all kinds of things. Some My parents kids. were so brave. They took us four children out and like just made us into outdoors people. Yeah, I we mean... Were lucky. Yeah, that is very lucky. Mm-hmm. But Spokane awesome. itself, I um, I I really like Spokane now, and it's come a long way in terms of just the city planners have done a nice job with the downtown, and 
uh, there's there have been major overhauls to different parts of mm-hmm. the city um, and different campaigns to really change things about the city. Um, growing up, Spokane was a little like dustier and run down than it is right now. That's and, what I remember. Like yeah. my great grandma mm-hmm. lived in Spokane and we rarely went to go see her but um i remember going to some of those parks downtown mm-hmm. and like riverfront yeah and it, it it was so different in my mind yeah like yeah that whole area has just been revamped riverfront has had a lot yeah. of revamping i mean they i mean didn't they even move the runner the runners the bloomsday runners yeah and uh, the like, carousel has bit had a complete redo yeah um it it was so i mean it still really is conservative over there like there's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of trump 2020 signs but i feel like there's this they're on the cusp of like having a really integrated lgbtq community very much that yeah just kind of exists amongst that yeah spokane is a blue dot in a sea of red yeah they really are yeah Yeah. and i mean spokane is and i think this statistic is still true that it's the largest city between seattle and minneapolis get out of town yeah wow yeah um when you were growing up did you ever work in the food services industry? My first job was in the food services industry. What? I was 12 years old when I started 12? working at the cafeteria at my high school. Oh, that's I started right. working, I think, between 7th and 8th grade. Uh-huh. And the money that I earned went to pay for my private education. I know. I insist nonstop that I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth, and everything that comes out of my mouth seems to <laughs> contradict that. It's just um, glistening and yeah, silver and silver. Yeah, my yeah, I I think I mean I could start a podcast about my parents, and I'm sorry, mom, because. You bring I, her up in every I have been episode. Trying to leave you out of an episode. And maybe maybe episode seven will be your lucky day. But I, I just right now I gotta elaborate because I could I could do a whole podcast. I could write a book on my parents and and just all the incredible things they I feel did like and things that 2020 I, has really coalesced this idea of like appreciation for, for your, your parents, parents. Oh. and i've had it for a long time yeah mm-hmm. you you like really are pulling those memories and, mm-hmm. yeah. i've had this for a long time because of my horse and that's probably a story for another day but i just mm. recently moved my horse um and it just you know she is inextricably that... tied to the p- generosity of my parents so yeah that silver saddle just oh my god you're right right it's just (laughs) i I am so sorry uh uh, hashtag not relatable (laughs) yeah i know wow i went to a private school i have a horse yeah i know 
It's but, funny. But I, you're grounded. Like, you're not. Am I? Do I just think I'm grounded? Mm. Am I one of those people? Oh. No, no. Please don't be honest right now. I need you to tell oh me boy. that I'm grounded. Oh, boy. Um, hey, um, one thing that will make me seem more grounded. Um, so a couple episodes ago, we covered uh, risotto that I called mm-hmm. risotto the entire episode yes my uh my very down-to-earth friend best friend janelle reached out to me very quickly Mm -hmm. and made it very clear where she stands on this issue and since she is the only listener that i've heard from oh i have to go 14 listeners with the feedback yeah well i will call it risotto for this whole episode Thank you. I love you guys. Yeah. Love you guys. And I'm willing to change my behavior. <laughs> People aren't hitting the uh, skip forward button anymore. Yeah, exactly. To just anticipating like, when you're going to say it. We can't stand this yeah. girl. Yeah. Um, well, I got, I had a retraction too. You do? Yeah. Well, because it was, it was in the fourth episode too. <gasps> At like minute 18, I know that oh because God, I got an you're email. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I screwed sure. up. It, you did. It's not mm-hmm. Stephanie Meyer. We can't forgive this one. It's not The Hunger Games. No. Dang it. Who is the author of The Hunger Games? Boy, you'd think I'd know. <laughs> Someone Collins. Oh. Sarah, Sarah Collins. Something Collins. Uh. Ms. Collins. <laughs> <laughs> we. No, we is not right. I love the Hunger Games. And the I, funeral I, I, games. I really like the I'm Hunger a Games. Big fan. I I don't know if I'd like it as much if it wasn't Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Like I don't care about movies. I love the books. Thank you for the books, Ms. Mm. Collins. Was it written by a woman? It was, right? Suzanne. Suzanne Collins. Yes. Thank you. Ooh. Ms. Collins. Save myself another we email. You. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. We're just setting that straight. <laughs> Keeping us on our toes. Yeah, you two, Angela and Janelle, we got to get you two together at some point because mm-hmm. you guys are either going to love each other or hate each other because, you know, because we love you both. Because that's <laughs> how people work. Right. <laughs> let's see Uh, right now underneath your chair there's just this little hot dog i can't see under there oh no right yeah right beside you what's that dog's name oh she's so cute yeah i'm not sure i'm ready it's time oh no yeah data bite of the week hit it I'm ready for this one, but you go first. Oh, man. I surprised myself with that one. I don't have one. Let's see. My data bite of the week is... Oh, it's so simple. Mm. It's Trader Joe's. Of course it's Trader Joe's. It's always Trader Joe's. I know. I know. Trader Joe's tomato soup. Mm. It's so 
like in the box. In the box. Yeah, the box soup. It's their version of the what is it, Pacifica? Pacifica, yeah. And brand name, brand name, brand name. <laughs> yeah. Come on, companies. Yeah. Hit us up. Yep. We'll say it even more. Yes. Uh yeah, none of these are advertisements. Let's just just real quick to be clear. Yeah, we're not getting paid except for our three Patreon subscribers. We love you guys. And oh yeah, our our um contest still stands. I know. Our raffle. I know. So listeners, what are you doing? Yeah. Two well, more Patreon subscribers and then we're gonna pull out of those five subscribers and do a and drawing. Give somebody a free box, box of food. And I think if whoever the winner is we're gonna let you consent to this but i think it would be even more fun if we order you the same box as we're getting that oh, week yeah. so that yeah. then we can like have a chat about it with yeah. you so anyway whatever that's my idea it'd be cool okay get back to your data bite and quit stalling uh, data bite tomato soup trader joe's here's the twist Add a little sriracha. Oh, yeah. You always do that. Yeah. I don't love that. Make it a spicy tomato. Mm. Mm. Maybe I'll try it on my next mug. It's pretty good. That's what I love about that soup is that you can pull it out of the fridge or out of the pantry, depending. You know, you'll figure it out. <laughs> are, you, are you telling us how tomato soup works right now? Yeah, it's so easy. Let me go into all the details and tell you how to do it properly. Um, no, you can pull it out. Sorry, keep hitting Pour it into table. a mug, heat it up, ready to go. It's even easier than a meal can delivery service. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. My data bite of the week Hit me. is similar. Also partially from Trader Joe's. Partially? Partially. So this morning, it was so gray. Um, it was like we were in a cloud. It was super, super foggy um, at the house. And it was for like hours. It wasn't just like a few hours in the morning. It was like all morning long. It was yeah. super gray out. It was a and, foggy bottom. Yeah, foggy bottom day. And it's cleared up now, but um, I was just really feeling like I needed a bite of summertime and a little bit of sunshine. So I sliced some tomatoes out of our CSA box and grabbed an avocado, a teeny tiny avocado from Trader Joe's and uh, salted and peppered them and ate them together. And it was spectacular. Sounds good. I had an avocado craving yesterday and had to swing into Trader's on my way home to grab a bag of teeny tiny avocados and ended up leaving the store with like everything, but no chocolate. Hooray. Hooray. Small wins. Yeah. But anyway, I just really needed those avocados to feel like sun sunshine and like summer isn't quite over because it's not quite over it's just gonna grasping at california yes uh, yes yeah yep our tomatoes their avocados match fine. made in heaven match made in heaven they were amazing nice oh i'm gonna do it again except with a little drizzle of balsamic <laughs> reduction inspiration striking yes. awesome yeah that's the sound of inspiration striking oh <laughs> like that oh <laughs> And that was our Data Bite of the Week. Data Bite of the Week. Where were we? Back to our show. Are you? Are we ready for my segment? 
Um, yeah, I think so. Let's, I think so. Let's get into the company. Let's. Okay, so this week we're talking about um, Martha and Marley Spoon. And in our last episode, you asked me if that was what the company was called or if it was just called Marley Spoon. And that's not super clear. Their logo says Marley Spoon. Everything else says Martha and Marley Spoon. And Martha is in Martha Stewart's font. And it's in... She has her own font? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what logos are, is like a a specific font, usually in a specific color, and it has specific spacing. Yeah, branding. Yeah, it's all that branding. So it's in Martha's font so like Mm -hmm. the way that you always see her name written that's how it's written and it doesn't say martha stewart and marley spoon you know who martha is because it's her font it's her logo her name is her logo i mean who do you think the magazine owes right martha stewart obviously (laughs) (laughs) so um so let's start at the top. So the company was started in 2014, and it was founded by Fabian Siegel oh, and I like this already Till Neatby, who were childhood friends. Till Neatby and Beanie Siegel, Fabian Siegel, Fabian Siegel. They're darling. I love them both. Yeah. Yeah. So, real quick, um. One of the things I need to follow up on from the last episode, uh, I mentioned that I had to go looking for Marley Spoon uh, and that their marketing, their marketing wasn't necessarily targeting their marketing. (laughs) They weren't marketing me. It it wasn't reaching you. Yeah. Yeah. And which is fine. I'm fine with that. Advertisements. Um, Right. But it turns out that they're in the top three in the U.S. market for meal kit delivery companies. So I did not know that. Yeah, me neither. Mm. They're up there. I they're in with HelloFresh and uh, Green Chef. I How think. How have I never heard of them? I don't know. I they're wonder... not advertising on our podcasts. Like their yeah. their marketing is just going in a different direction. And this is just a really good reminder to me that like there are so many people out there with so many different interests. You can literally like braid toe hair and have a following. <laughs> Ew. I'm sorry. That was the, awful. the first thing that came to my mind. What? That is <laughs> disturbing. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. So moving on. Yeah, let's, let's get just back get to Fabian that. and... Yeah, and Martha, uh, Fabian, neepy. Martha, and Till. Till. I want a kid to name it Till. It? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Martha Stewart is loosely linked to this company. So, You can tell by the name. Right. In the name. You can tell by the way that it's called Martha and Marley Spoon. This is not backed in any actual facts, but my understanding is that from what I saw is that Martha gets paid by a multitude of companies to put her name on the products and to be part of the marketing. And I mean, she's just this beautiful, wonderful businesswoman. Um, and I want to be here. I want to get paid for just like showing up to a photo shoot because that is, it appears all she is doing for Mar- Martha well, and Marley Spoon. I, I think that she's notoriously 
hard worker who like gets four hours sleep a night wait no is notorious the right word there famously hard worker isn't notorious for bad things uh, (laughs) i'm sorry i'm just gonna let you talk and not interrupt you no you can be notorious for like for a good thing yeah can't you i don't know the notorious rbg the famous rbg Mm. why was she notorious why what gave her that nickname notorious for being liberal i don't know oh my gosh (laughs) two sides to every every story we sound so ignorant right now we're gonna get some emails oh no i hope so i hope someone will tell us that they're listening to us (laughs) actually yeah we're not gonna get any emails (laughs) no and we're gonna be like uh Because we are yelling into a deep <laughs> void. <God>. So <laughs> let me get back to this. Every time I go to Martha Stewart's website, which is not very often. <laughs> <laughs> every time I go there, I think uh. I should be here more often because I love everything on that website. And my only problem with it, and this is not a website review podcast, but my only problem now. with Martha Stewart's website is that it doesn't feel like super authentic Martha Stewart. Like it feels like other mm. people are writing her stuff. Um, there's like a handful of things that I'm like, oh, that just feels so much like Martha Stewart. Anyway, she's in their photos. She poses with their food. Uh, we're going back to the food food <laughs> delivery here. <laughs> they're... I'm sure that if I had really dug deep... No, actually, I'm not sure. I typed into the search bar on MarthaStewart.com, Marley Spoon, and nothing came up. Really? Yeah. So that that's is so why I weird say that they're loosely linked. To have your your name licensed to a company yes. and then not even like right. associate Like Martha is part of I their marketing. I wonder if she's embarrassed by it. No. Why would she be? Well, why else would you leave your name off of it? We will never know because I'm very certain that she signed a like non-slander agreement with them. Well, Martha, reach out to us, juicing <laughs> yes, bananas, Martha, reach at gmail dot com, please, and invite I, us out. You to only your get four estate. hours of sleep anyway. You can just send us a quick email. Let us know. Yes, give us invite the us deep over. dish on marley spoon yeah or fabian or what's his name till we want to we know want to the hear deets. from you we want the deets yeah yeah okay so anyway um i don't think that this is in any way like disingenuous of martha stewart but uh it does make me want some more like authentic martha because i really dig her i didn't know that there was a distinction between authentic and fake martha not fake i don't know i'll Mm. have to get back to you (laughs) okay okay let's noodle on that so fabian siegel uh is described as a serial entrepreneur and food enthusiast and i like that food enthusiast is a descriptor here for fabian 
Um, and he talks about it a little bit in an interview with Mary Loritz. Uh, the article is on eustartups.com uh, and will be linked in the show notes. But Is that because the, the term foodie is gross? No, no, I'm not talking about like the term itself, <laughs> and you're right. Um, but I'm I'm talking about like in some of the other companies that we've reviewed, the founders have like no personally stated interest in food. Right. The, yeah, they're the just business people. Are like they're purely business people who are taking advantage of a market. Uh-huh. And this guy like he looks like a food enthusiast. What does that mean? Well, I'll get to his pictures. He's no super shaming. cute. But anyway, Till Neatby, co-founder and head of culture and EU people operations, HR, I'm not sure what that is. Um and he also leads quality control for the company. So it looks like Fabian European has stepped Union. out. What's that? European Union? Pe- people operations? European Union? EU? European startups? Yeah. Yeah. What are you saying? I thought you just said, I don't know what that means. Oh, no, I don't know what the term people operations means in like a business sense. I'm uh, guessing that means HR. Human resources. Yeah. People operations. CO. Plus he's the head of culture. Oh, yeah. HR. So he's like yeah. in HR. But he also does quality control for the food and things like that. But he's a uh, aging millennial like us, and Isn't he so you have to relabel it. These are, it's not HR. These it's, are beautiful it's people. President of culture, or right? What is it? I'm gonna label. I'm gonna make labels for our company. So Ugh. they're super cute. They look like my brother's friends from high school. That's what I mean by super cute. I don't mean like they look like I want to date them. I'm just saying like. Yeah. Don't they look like my brother's friends from high school? I know you have no it's, way of knowing that. <laughs> if I went to my 20-year high school reunion mm-hmm. and there were a couple guys that like really took care of themselves, mm-hmm. I think those two would be it. Yeah, my brother's friends from high school. Mm. Like, I think that you, I could You keep saying that. It means nothing look, to me. <laughs> I will look them up and we will get back to this. Okay. I will ask my we brother. We have to do a side-by-side. That's a great idea. Yeah. Patreon content? Uh-huh. Okay. All the rest of you are missing out. So, <laughs> Fabian, in his interview with Mary, when asked what their special sauce for success was, she didn't write it like that. I did. Oh, but anyway, Fabian replied with, and this is a quote, the team. Our number one value at Marley Spoon is to build the best team, and it's something that we put a lot of effort into collectively and pride ourselves in. The heart of Marley Spoon's success is the people behind the box, which is a lot more than I can say for a lot of the other companies that we've reviewed. It's interesting that, like, I can't believe that companies don't just put that language in their, like... I don't know, in their persona, their... Uh... You're saying that it's just a line. Yeah, it See, seems like a line. I don't think it is. But, yeah, there are companies that don't bother sure. saying stuff like they that. They don't even bother. But that's, a, like, what does it mean? I don't know. It means that they're curating their team instead of, like, just purely thinking about it from a business sense. I like it. I appreciate that value as a, just as a corporate value. Okay. 
You and I you are curating me. our team. You convinced me. We have Pancake and we have Data and there's Cadence, but she's old guard. She's going to attrition out of here at some point. Hey. <laughs> she's got to retire. This just got dark. No. What's Fabian up to? So anyway, <laughs> the people at Marley Spoon, I don't think that this is a line um, that they're feeding the public because if you... <laughs> feeding the public. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you look... At their um, investors site, like their investor relations site, they have the teams section where they have the photos of their executive team. Mm. And this is the biggest bunch of full-grown, free-range dorks out there. They look really fun. Yeah, there's an effort being made to look goofy. Yeah, by dorks, I mean, like, that's a good thing. That's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you put a a bunch of bananas on your shoulder like a parrot that's pretty funny like yorg i don't know how to spell say his name (laughs) i picked the hardest hardest name literally everybody else on there is like jennifer evan and jonas (laughs) i picked yorg yorg j-o-e-r-g email us we want to hear from you <laughs> what was your inspiration for desperate? those bananas? <laughs> Rolf was has a potato on his head. Yeah. Maria Rolf. has grapes. Fabian has a pineapple. Just it's good. Anyway, the they're pineapple. a bunch of dorks. Yeah. So uh, I will link to the team's page so that, you know, people can easily, easily go find this photo. And I'll probably even put this screenshot on our site. I don't know if that's legal. I'll figure it out. Um... Also, just one more, oh, no, on that photo, one more thing. Um, At a glance, and this is not to make a wide generalization about their uh, team or anything like that, Uh, but there's a lot of women in their senior executive team. That's awesome. Like, just from this photo, there's, you know, maybe 40% are women. Um, Nope. Nope. (laughs) Come on. I'm good at numbers. Like what? This wasn't this wasn't the whole team either though. Oh. Their like board of directors was mostly, if not all, women. Okay. Whatever. That was just from a glance. Again, these are not facts. Um (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) So in February of twenty twenty, you know this is gonna be good. They appointed a new CEO to the United States. Um and I'm sure she thought that was a great idea for like one month exactly. Um, and she's either making Marley Spoon amazing or she is at least able to take the credit for the impact that a global pandemic has had on this industry. Because they, like all of the other meal kit delivery companies, has had booming growth. Who is her? She? The new CEO oh, of okay. U.S. Operations. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and her name is Julie. I did not save the rest of her name. Sorry, Julie. (laughs) You can Google it. (laughs) Um, Marley Spoon, and this is completely an aside, and I'm talking specifically to other small business owners here who produce content and have websites, um, but they have an affiliate partner program. So to all of you other podcasters and content creators out there, you should go sign up for that. We cannot for our own, like, ethical... Can we not? No, we can't. This is an ethical because is we like won't too be strong impartial. of a term. Right. Okay. So 
we're not taking sponsorships from food delivery companies because we want the ability to say whatever we want about these companies and we don't want any appearances that our reviews are up for sale. And so we're not taking advantage of affiliate partner programs. Okay. Um, right? Yeah, I, we should we should steer clear. But everybody else should go the take meal advantage. Delivery There's plenty of other companies yeah. that we can take advantage oh, of. Oh yeah. <laughs> I came out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, chances are it'll be the other way around, but <laughs> Right. And the Juicing I, Bananas Corporation. I don't know if they're going to be interested in our guy. 14 listeners. <laughs> yeah, right. There's so. that. So uh, the name Marley Spoon. Here is the story, and this is straight from their website. We often get asked where our name came from. Well, here's the story. In the 90s, while founders Fabian and Till were traveling through Asia, they were swept up in an intense storm. On their scheduled island, there was no cowardly lion, scarecrow, or tin man, but a delicious restaurant called Marley's. The warmth of the home cooking they received has never been forgotten. And that is my segment Wow. On the company. Amazing. Check it. I love it. Yeah. I know. I really want to know where they got swept up and where this Marley's restaurant is. Yeah. Through Asia is a little vague. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank How many you islands for... does Asia have, though? Only like four, right? So Marley's is somewhere on those four islands. Oh, boy. My geography is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like thousands. <laughs> Well, it's like the Indonesian islands and all that. There's like thousands of islands over there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is that technically like Indonesia is in Asia? Southeast Asia. Asia. Hmm. Counts. All right. You count Indonesia. We love you, Indonesia. Yeah. Um. Okay. Ready for the meal? Yeah, I'd like to. Start out with a little dish description. Dish it. Dish the deets. Here's the deets. This is straight from the recipe card. Yes. Pan roasted pesto chicken and risotto. Making. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I'm going to stay right here. I, uh, I accidentally. So uh, we need to, we need to this discuss pa- this. No, no. This is Patreon content. That's behind the scenes. No. All right, go. Fine. Let me, let me explain it. Have Please. your fun. So our setup is ridiculous. Sort of, Folks, yeah. we have one microphone. Have you ever heard that anyone can podcast? Because, like, literally anyone could podcast in terms of setup. Um. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're committed enough. Yeah. And we were. Right. We have free headphones. Um, yeah, we have one microphone and in order to get it even decent sound, our face is what, eight inches apart? No, like 12 or 14. Okay. (laughs) But but like, we're just like staring at each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely while we record, I always think about that study that says that like when you stare into somebody else's eyes for 60 seconds that you like oh yeah like it's 
super good super and makes you fall in love and, or some, yeah. some crazy nonsense. Yeah, that happens for an hour and 18 minutes every time we record yeah. a podcast. I, I'm really glad that you have nice colored eyes. Oh, thanks. They're pretty. Yeah. And I, my teeth aren't rotting out and I don't stink too bad. No. I mean, not from the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nice snort. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, read that description. Okay. Oh, well, wait, hang on. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the reason that we were describing our setup was because Aubrey is reading off of an 8 by 11 recipe card and poking me in the face with it. Well, I was reading it and then just like jammed her in the cheek. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Anyway, anyway. That's why. Back to the story. This dish will take about 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, we had, we got two servings. Um, making risotto at home might seem intimidating, but we've made it simple and without sacrificing any of the flavor. It requires a little TLC, but the result is so worth it. The rice is sautéed with shallots until lightly toasted, then water is slowly incorporated, stirring and adding more as it absorbs. This process releases a starch and creates that signature creamy sauce, amped up with parmesan, cream cheese, and butter. Mm. Risotto. Some of my favorite ingredients right there. My, my old foe. Um, this is pretty closely on the heels of our last risotto episode yeah it's it's bringing up some serious memories are you having some triggering yeah yeah you want to work through that right now or later Mm, well let's just work through it right now okay let's dig into this i've got a question yes so at the beginning of the description it's a, making it home might seem intimidating. Mm-hmm. How the hell else would you eat risotto during COVID nineteen? Like, or it's not like anyone would actually choose that over any other dish in a restaurant. Oh my god, this again! What? <laughs> I'm being serious. Who orders risotto when you have okay? You know how you and I always, like, make bets and they never come out? Like, we never know what to bet. Yeah. And well, every like, time we make a bet. Oh, like, I bet you yeah. I bet you a peanut butter parfait that whatever this is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But then but, whatever we bet on doesn't end up happening anyway. Yeah. We never actually get the peanut butter parfait. Well, the next time that we bet. Wait. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. You this, stepped into this. I I will get risotto the next time we go to a restaurant that has risotto on the on the menu. If you No matter win. what else. No, I'm just saying. Like no matter what else is on the menu, I will get the risotto if it's on the on the recipe, on the menu. Right. Because that means that you lost a bet because no. something bad happened. No, that means that's why risotto that I exists. Win. No, <laughs> you, you, you did not hate this recipe. Um, did you? You know, if there are any other deviants out there that like risotto, uh, I'm sure that we could bond over something else. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. 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 it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Yeah. 
Taste buds are a little skewed. Probably if you like risotto, you're too hoity-toity like me. <laughs> Is it a hoity-toity thing? No. No. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Is risotto hoity-toity? Reach out to us and let <laughs> us know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really thought that I had banished risotto to the dark world, never mm. to be heard from again. But mm. no. It, it, it has returned, and literally, it, it returned with a serious <laughs> chip on its shoulder. It was being delivered while we were recording the last risotto episode. Mm, that made me so angry. I'm going to order we risotto. We unpacked risotto while I was fuming over yes, the- Yes, over the last one. Yeah. Next time Ugh. risotto is an option, I'm going to order it. I do the ordering around here, so that's just going to happen. I'm just going to keep ordering it. See if you All ever right, end up with one. That easy, <laughs> easy. Ever yeah. end up with one that likes <laughs> that you like? You can sit back down. Uh huh. Um, let's see here. So, can I jump in here? Yeah, please. Okay, I have something that's like kind of. No, no, you're good. I have one thing that's like a little bit taking us off the direct recipe and just talking about the way the delivery and the packaging and all that. Um, just because I thought of this during this recipe. Um, I don't love the brown paper bags. So Martha and Marley, it comes in this box with the insulation and the ice packs, and then each meal comes separately packaged in brown paper bags. And I don't love the brown paper bags. Um, and also on their website, it describes these bags as dish bags, which I just thought was like a really weird way to describe them. But and a what they're saying, <clears throat> that's what they called it. What oh, they're saying like a is bag that each full dish, of a dish, yeah, that each dish is separately packaged like, why into would a you different put bag. Your flatware in there, <laughs> right? I know. I thought that was a weird, weird description. So anyway. I like it better when I can see the ingredients, um, but I also don't want them to be packaged in plastic because I think that just like minimize the plastic that we're sending out there. Into Boy, the world. these companies are really damned if you do, damned if you don't. Well, that's where that's where my solution comes in. So I, it sort of feels like you're stuck, but I don't think it's that confusing, and I honestly don't think the bags are necessary. What What do you propose? Nets, like a like a twine. <clears throat> No, I guess what Holding I'm saying is that in. the bags, that the meals being separated into separate bags, and probably they are just doing this for some of their, like, the food is probably sorted multiple times to make sure that the right things get into the right boxes. Um, but I'm just saying that, like, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. Again, maybe if you own one of these companies, you should invite me out to see how your operation runs. Because I, I just, I'm not disagree like, more. I'm not I loving it. I love the paper bags. Really? I love the plastic bags. I love having. You don't having, care about waste, though. I love having I them segregated. And here's the other thing is I wish that they did it with all the items, not just half of the ingredients. And then have like five other ingredients just kind of like strewn in there mm. like just put those in some the companies bag do too. some companies are really careful about separating everything yeah i think that marley spoon definitely gives more uh it trusts the consumer a little bit more mm. like i thought that blue apron did that too hmm. yeah yeah yeah, they don't. Which is fine. I uh, think it's fine to trust your uh, consumer to a yeah. point. 
yeah, it's not like they're it's not like they're just throwing you to the sharks, right? But they're also not holding your hand, right? Or it doesn't. So feel there, like there is one thing, and actually, we're sort of getting into like the company right here. But there is one thing that um, Marley Spoon does that I do not prefer, and that is when they send a small baggie of spice blend. Then in the recipe, it says add a half a teaspoon oh, okay. of this spice blend instead of saying add half of the spice blend um, or something to that effect. And that's totally a personal preference. Um, and this kind of goes both ways. I can see the, the positive and the negative here because when it says add half a teaspoon, then when you go back to make this recipe again, it makes it easier to make the recipe when you're doing it from your own spices. Right. And you don't have to think, oh, how big was that exactly. small little packet of right. Or taco go into or the recipe card and say, okay, well, they sent us three tablespoons of this spice blend and it says to add half of that. So that's, let's right. see, four and a half teaspoons. And like, you just, you don't have to do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, the brown paper bags, it's probably something that they just need to do on their end to make sure that all the right ingredients get to all the right houses and that you're not left out without something, um, which leads me straight into this next topic that I don't know if we, with the whole box coming late thing, um, I don't know if it was something that we did or if it was on their end, but for this recipe, we did not have the snap peas. It's not, it's not you, it's them. It might be, <laughs> or it might be me, or it might have been you. So we're not sure. I, my, I don't think that we received them, but I we, don't remember snap peas. Like eating any as a snack out of a bag? Nope. Yeah. I don't think we received them. No. Um, which again, Martha and Marley Spoon have been more than accommodating in their customer service with us regarding this box. Um, but we're pretty sure that we didn't get the snap peas. Uh, and then the chicken that we used in this recipe was our own chicken that we bought from the store. Right. Because there, the other one was 57 degrees. Came late and was mm -hmm. over temperature. So, and anyway, yeah. we go into all that in the last episode, but in this episode, uh, it was our own chicken, and the snap peas we swapped out for a little bit of zucchini. Mm. So those mm -hmm. are those are the substitutes. So um, also on this recipe, this was definitely one that I wanted to go off book for because at the very end, after you add to the saucepan shallots with butter, rice, cook that up, Parmesan cheese, cream cheese, then it tells you to stir in two more tablespoons of butter remember this is for two servings yeah there is a lot of calories that in is here a lot and of i butter. think will you look it says 980 calories per serving oof, oof. carbs 73 grams of carbs yeah, yeah it's heavy on the on the calories and carbs so Dang. this recipe as far as i'm concerned may have been worth it from a comfort food standpoint because i thought it was really good really? it was not greasy um but the butter and cheese definitely made it like indulgently rich it was i, I will agree there was with a you on that a lot of food here too. i really really loved the cheese yeah it was good like 
Yeah, and this was also a meal that I got. I got halfway through my bowl, and I could have been done. And I, I mustered up the courage <laughs> and powered through, and ate the whole bowl. Yeah, but this is definitely a meal that, like, I definitely got uh, five hundred calories into it and could have been satisfied. This dish was quantity. just so different. Mm-hmm. From the other risotto, the risotto. in in so far as like, um, I, I don't know, like pretty much everything that I mentioned in like the what would you do of the last of risotto? the last risotto? I think mostly what you said was you'd put it on a curved piece of wood and throw it away. <laughs> Before that, okay, I said swap out the zucchini with a protein. Right, you did say that. Add something mm-hmm. or, you know, make it so it's not slimy. You did say to not add creamy. cream fresh. Cream fresh. Cream fresh. Ugh, I hate that word. <laughs> Just that one episode cream of... Fresh. Is that Family Guy? No, it's South Park. South Park. Ugh, ruined everything. Anyway. um, <laughs> Ruined what? What did South Park ruin? Cream fresh. Oh, yeah. Yeah everything about it (laughs) so anyway um the so this recipe does have the chicken in there and then it's topped with the basil and then that's topped with the basically bruschetta is what that is it's like chopped up tomatoes with um balsamic vinegar yeah it was really good this company does not provide the vinegar which i found interesting Oh, that's right. When I was helping you make this dish, mm-hmm. I was astounded at how much of how how much of the ingredients like came from our cupboard and not the pack, well, not like the box. But I think that was because of yeah. whatever I was prepping. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why, but yeah, it was it was just. A little different in that regard. Yeah, I think that this company is asking you to provide a few more ingredients than others. Yeah, make sure that... Which is not unreasonable, again. No, and they're all things that you're going to have if you even cook a tiny bit. Exactly. Um, So, but something to keep in mind. Yeah. To be aware of so you don't come home one day. Mm -hmm. We definitely have ordered these meal kit services for when we're going out of town. Mm-hmm. And so it's delivered like the a day or two before we leave town and we grab the whole box, stick it into our own cooler with fresh ice and haul it out with us. Right. Um, and for the companies that they only require that you provide your own salt and pepper or salt, pepper and oil, those are easy things to throw in the cooler. And then we travel with that. Um, and we've stayed at Airbnbs with kitchenettes. Um, and that's been enough for us to be able to just eat that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and not have to worry about going out. To Save dinner money at all. and yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. Um. What else about risotto? Are we ready for? No, not yet. Oh. So. <laughs> so the the rice. This was this recipe used arborio rice, which was really good. I think that the last risotto 
risotto that we made um, used carnaroli rice, which I personally liked a little bit better. Um, I'm I'm such a novice foodie that I legitimately thought like there's no risotto in this risotto. What do you mean? Ris- what do you mean? <laughs> I thought the risotto was like the name of the of the rice. Oh, of like the grain. Sure. That it was like not rice. Yeah. That it so, was that it was risotto. So the other one was a totally different rice. It was a different type of rice. Hmm. Okay. 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 Maybe the carnaroli rice is what you think of as slimy, and it wasn't the cream fraiche. That's what I'm wondering. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you'll be able to tell because I am gonna hunt down more of that carnaroli rice because I really liked it. Uh, oh boy. Oh boy. So anyway, I really liked it. Um, this was still excellent and totally achieved that like signature creamy sauce that it said in the description. It oh, was yeah. super creamy and like I said, really like just decadently, like indulgently rich. It was so good. Yeah. Very buttery, but not greasy. It just tasted so really nice. So did you add all the butter that yeah. it called for? I, yeah. I, I like, probably... I'm not surprised with how like just kind of thick it was Mm -hmm. but okay Mm -hmm. so um i'd like to try it again i'd like to try it with snap peas Mm -hmm. i Um, think that that would add a really great texture me too and just like that sweetness that snap Mm -hmm. peas have and the amount of lemon that you add to this at the very end do you remember how like zesty and just like lemony it was that part was really good Um, I think and I'm I obsessed did, with lemon and lime. You are obsessed. I love them. This was the first time that I did almost all of the cooking on this one. Um, the first time that we've done it that way, because usually we cook start to finish together. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the problems that I had that I don't feel like you necessarily would have had, the pesto. So the, the pesto. The pesto was really good, remember? Yeah. Um, well, it came in a fucking bag. And you hate bags. You... <laughs> Just a bag hater. <laughs> so, and what was so bad about this bag? It's, well, you have to open it right at the beginning to marinate the chicken. And well, so then so you have ba- this open bag of like liquid goo. And why do you have oh, to by the way, leave it open and don't put it on the chicken? You put like two tablespoons on the chicken to marinate. Oh, and then you have the rest of the bag just chilling. Yeah. Well, when you have a mm. bag of pesto, it was like, what, maybe a half a cup of pesto? And yeah. it was really liquidy. It was like a lot of olive oil in there. Yeah, it was. And it came pouring out all over the countertop when I left it unattended. It Aww. must have fallen over and it went all over the counter and whatever. So I realize that this is my fault for not coming up with an adult solution, like putting the bag inside a glass to keep it or upright or, yeah. or pouring it into a bowl when right when I first opened it. Hmm. But I'm still going to complain about it here. Hey, that's all right. We buy it, make it, complain about it here, <laughs> eat it, and complain about it here. There we go. Nailed it. <laughs> I was <laughs> Nailed it. One more thing. I was a little bit sad this recipe didn't have garlic. Oh, I think that's a what 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 would you do? 
I'm a little bit sad this recipe didn't have garlic. Oh, that's a great what would you do. Okay. My what would you do? Are we doing it right now, right? That's how I took that. Oh, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. did it. Okay, cool. You did the do. Yeah, do it. Uh, I really wish that I could say I did it, but I'm not doing it because I'm not coming up with anything. You will. Let's see here. We usually do this I, segment after we rate and review, so oh, it's okay if okay. you want to delay. Here we go. Your... Here we go. Okay. Okay. Right, Keeping right. in the theme of really enjoying lemon and lime, mm. let's put some zest in there. There was zest. Don't just. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Boy, I got real excited. I was like, "Oh, I got it." Yeah, it was like the zest of a whole lemon. Oh, okay. Well, it was great. Yeah, that part uh, was great. Obviously, I could have done two You'll, zests. You will come up with one. Um, Are you ready to rate and review? No, I got to come up with one. Well, we usually do this segment after rating and review. Oh, that's okay. So you can wait. Yeah. Sorry, I just like jumped into it kind of early. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. We've talked about the risotto part with the rice and the parmesan and the cream cheese and the butter. And we've talked about the chicken was marinated in pesto and then it gets pan fried um, just like a couple minutes on each side to brown it up. Meanwhile, you have tomatoes kind of marinating in, I think, some juice um, and oil and vinegar, salt and pepper, that kind of thing. Um, And the vinegar was balsamic. I think they also say that you could use like a red wine vinegar or something, Mm -hmm. which I personally like. We had both. I went with balsamic because, duh. (laughs) Um, And then the pesto. They have the pesto. Um, the only other thing I can pesto and this is just okay I guess there's two things there's always two things when I say there's one more thing the parmesan that they sent was like a brand name that we're familiar with it was a tiny little cube it was like one a little one ounce parmesan yeah that we grated with our microplane um, and I just I really like I don't know this is like I don't know. I like it when I receive brands that I'm familiar with um, and that I know that I like. Huh. And it probably, I'm not sure like if it would make any. Like a weird comfort thing? Yeah, totally. Okay. And like, I'm not See, sure yeah. if it would make any difference if the if the package had had literally no label. Right. I'm actually the opposite. Mm. I like when none of them are something that I would normally have. Sure. Because it just like... I don't know. It makes it worth it hmm. to me because if it's something, if it's stuff that we normally get, then it's not that special. Mm. That makes sense. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the second part of that is that I always think that there could be more Parmesan. So I loved the Parmesan and it was good. Mm-hmm. And it was actually probably like the right amount and if there had been five times that amount, I would have added it all to my bowl, and the calorie count would have gone up to fifteen hundred. You can't and I would have go wrong adding more cheese, especially parmesan. I think parmesan is my favorite. Oh. Favorite. Yeah. I have very few favorites in life. 
That's so sad. No. Why? Because there's too many good things out there to choose favorites. Because everything's a favorite. It's not sad at all. Okay. I was like... It's because, like, how do you choose between Parmesan and Cougar Gold Cheese? Well... How do you choose between that and cheese curds? Like, fresh cheese curds from the factory. Or fresh mozzarella that you made in your own kitchen? What's funny is that I can tell you which one is the better choice for all of those scenarios. Go. I don't know. Uh, okay. Cougar gold, cheese curd, cheese curd. Um, fresh mozzarella and parmesan. Parmesan. So then... Because fresh mozzarella is something that I would never do. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like torture. Not... You've had fresh mozzarella. I have made it for you. I know. And you loved it. I know, but I wouldn't be able to make it myself. I could probably that could, but the, I won't That I wasn't the question. To. It's about flavor. The mm. question is about flavor. Yeah. Okay. You're... No favorites. Switch me over to the dark side. There's no color favorites. They're all so beautiful. <laughs> They're not all beautiful on your house. When everything's special, nothing's unique. Oh, no. Everything's still special, <laughs> though. Are you so, ready? Yeah. Is that... What was your rating? Oh, I wasn't doing that. Sorry. I was just... Okay. So let's rate. I don't, I don't come up with my ratings ahead of time. Do you? I mean, I uh, it crosses my mind. Listeners are getting a lot of like backstage info. On yeah, this I wonder if that's just annoying as fuck. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much email. <laughs> we haven't gotten a single email yet. The but <laughs> only email we received to the Juicing Bananas account is from like. Marley Spoon, Hello Fresh, Blue the Apron, Secretary it's of all State the, saying, "Yeah, saying your taxes, taxes are due. due." Yeah, on the zero dollars. Yeah. So send us, send us, an, send us an email. Um, so my rating, I really liked this dish, and I know you did. Oh, I can't wait to hear what your rating is going to be. I. Again, like, even on the last risotto, I rated it really high. I just still, like, risotto is just, it's not a five-star meal for me. Um, And I do wish that this one had had some garlic. Um, Otherwise, the flavors, like the pesto, the tomato, and then the lemony richness, creaminess of the risotto itself... It's very good. I think I'm going to go with another 4.5 burners. So close. So close. Just a little more garlic would have pushed it up. Yeah. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm. a little more garlic. And yeah. Well, Um, I and, and maybe those, you know, the snap peas. Yeah. We missed out on that part of it. 
Hey, That's four and kinda, a half is nothing to shake a stick at. Sure isn't. No. It's real good. Better than poking the eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for my review, mm-hmm. I got four and a half. I, I was thinking that at some point in this podcast, I feel like we're going to tire out of like a huge portion of these dishes mm-hmm. because like for example hello fresh they're like an unreasonable amount of meals that have chicken breast sauce rice oh yeah or like pork chop sauce rice yeah thing sauce rice yeah and it it just it just seems so Repetitive. redundant yeah. yeah and um What's fun about this dish is that it takes that and flips it on its head. Hmm. So you got the protein, you got the sauce, you got the rice. But Hmm. instead of being on a dish, it's in a bowl. And it's just like it remakes it so that you don't recognize it. Yeah. So so you just like KFC bowl this. Right. And turns into comfort food. Wait, what does KFC bowl mean? What are like, you talking about? They have like that KFC bowl. Um with like been. that's just like a bunch of KFC stuff like stuffed into a bowl. I want that. Yeah, I've never had one, but I want that for you. I mean <laughs> I want that for you. <laughs> okay. Um Ebola. Not Ebola. Not Ebola. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, like I'm a glutton. I really, I really like having comfort food. Me too. And so this dish is, mm-hmm. is way better. And I checked all those Can boxes. I just say it's way better than the other risotto? It was good, but not better. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> Let's see. There's there was a lot of ingredients, um, and the flavor palette is just so much more spot mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. for my taste buds than the other one was, mm-hmm. and it wasn't slimy. Thank goodness, it was like, creamy. Yeah, it was creamy mm. and savory, mm. and I really like that. It was good. It was good. Uh-oh. I'm Uh-oh. really Uh-oh. mad at how good it was. What's your rating? Uh. <gasps> no, don't get too excited. Oh, okay, okay. I can't, I can't, I can't take myself. <laughs> Put your eyes back in your skull. Okay. Um, I would give this dish... Four burners. That's exactly what I thought you were going to do after you told me to pull myself together. Because mm. <laughs> for a second, I was like, oh, no, it's going to be three burners. Well, that is quite the leap to go from a quarter of a burner oh, that's a to four and a half. Leap. Like, wow. Yeah. Martha and Marley Spoon yeah. really came oh, through. Yeah, they're cooking with propane. Like, yeah, it was... For sure. You heard it from me. Somebody that doesn't like risotto... Right. Enjoyed it. Loved it. Yep. 
four four burner. Wow. Four burner. So then what it's time. What would I do? What 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 would you do? I would throw in instead of the snap peas or instead of the chicken, like substitute one of those things out mm-hmm. with mushrooms. <gasps> oh, I love mushrooms. I think that that would be really good. I think that the texture thing with the snap peas is like too, it's too alluring to mm-hmm. to switch out. But you could easily switch out that. You could just chicken. add mushrooms. Yeah. Or do you like less than half the amount of chicken? That is one thing. I I could have done so like the chicken. Yeah, I could have done less chicken too. Yeah, and the chicken was good. It turned out it was fine. great. It was beautiful. The seasoned uh, great. It yeah. went with the bites really yep. good because it's cheesy enough to Completely. like. Yeah. Yeah, and it was tender. You know, our chicken came out really well. They had you, um, they have you pound it to like a certain thickness before you cook it so it cooks really evenly and then that pounding helps tenderize it a little bit and all that so that yeah that all helps um the chicken was delicious but i i do think that you know so i could have done with a little bit less so one thing about that is that in their like serving suggestion the photo that's on the front of it it has whole chicken breast just like in this really shallow bowl of risotto and that is like your nightmare i came to you before i served this up and i was like this is a terrible idea right like i'm not gonna serve it this way and i i like sliced the chicken against the grain and served it sliced in the bowl yeah and something that just makes sense yeah it just makes sense like Like, come on no no one's gonna Yeah. yeah so i guess I would have sliced that up, added about half, maybe even diced it, and then stirred it into the risotto. Oh. And then added mushrooms. Okay. So that I totally could have gotten on board with. Or done the chicken on top and stirred in mushrooms. If you're going to do that little chicken, just save the time, the expense, and the the cleanup. Okay, how about this? And just do mushrooms. How about when you have chicken in the refrigerator left over from yesterday's barbecue added into the risotto with mushroom and snap peas hmm. the next day you think barbecue and like oh yeah i think barbecuing that chicken would have been really good okay hey i'm i'm, I'm not saying like barbecue sauce no i'm not saying like yeah just saying like chicken that's been grilled sure with like nice spices spices that are nice nice spice um what else yeah i think that we've covered everything we got burner ratings um i'd like to have a say a couple plugs here um yeah first of all thank you all for listening all Mm -hmm. 14 of you Mm -hmm. uh if you want mom Um, if you want to support the show, there are a couple of really easy ways to help, uh, rate and review on iTunes or anywhere you listen that has a rating system, mm-hmm. uh, just puts us into the search engine. Like, yeah. I don't even think you can find us if you, 
enter anything other than the exact name of the podcast in right. Apple iTunes. Oh, interesting. And so I think the rating and reviewing will actually like boost our SEO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put us on the list um, so that people can find us. Right. Uh, and hey, if you got if you got the money or inclination, uh, go to patreon.com slash jbpod, become a subscriber and get additional content, chance for raffles. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, you get early access to episodes. Mm-hmm. You get bonus ep- episodes. You get access to AMAs. Um, yep. And then you get entered into the drawings. Yeah. And if you do it now, like, I don't know. It seems the like you su- get more Well, <laughs> because it, later on we're going to have to like parse that down a little bit yeah so right now what we're doing is for every five patreon subscribers we get we'll do a drawing Mm -hmm. and at some point that's going to become unsustainable hopefully hopefully and so i don't know also (laughs) for you guys perfectly sustainable (laughs) for you guys when you get onto patreon and you start subscribing um that means that because right now we only have three patreon subscribers (laughs) And so if you're one of the next two people, then you're one out of five to get selected. And then once we reach 10 subscribers, then you're just one out of 10 to be selected for a drawing. So your chances are much greater the sooner you get on board um, with us on Patreon. And that, you know, for those drawings, that's at $1 a month. You can subscribe to Patreon content for the minimum amount and be entered into those drawings. Um. Want to go through our things? Email, yeah. email us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't email us. Uh, interact with us on Instagram. We're at, at juicing bananas. Our email, in case you didn't catch it, <laughs> is juicing bananas at gmail.com. And our website, where you can find all the links and photos and resources we used in this episode, hit up jbpod.com. Got a split. Bye.